welcome to It's About Time on Think Tech from our downtown studio at the core of downtown Honolulu. I'm your host, Becky Sampson, and life is more difficult if you don't know how to properly communicate with others. A gap is created between us and our society when we don't authentically connect. So there's a great principle taught by Dale Carnegie that states, seek first to understand and then be understood. So oftentimes we get tripped up in life because we aren't confident in knowing how to navigate through our different differences. Joining me here in the studio today is Annabelle Chotzen, Chotzen, a professional speaker, corporate trainer, author, and as well as the president of the Speakers Association of Hawaii. So today we're going to talk about communicating through differences. Welcome. Thank you, Becky. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here and um, being willing to really dive into this, this subject of communication because we, uh, we struggle. I think our society struggles. Talk a little bit about that as you've kind of been in this profession for a long time and working in training and, and working with organizations and people. You know, what is the biggest problem that you see? in our ways of communicating in our society? Well, I think just being able to understand other people mm. and listen to what people are really saying yeah. uh, is the biggest issue. I started this career 20 years ago, mm. and I think communication is the most important thing. Um, I was moved by my father's experience. Yeah. He escaped Nazi Germany. Mm. And when he was in college, he was 20, he was in a communications class. The professor said, Walter, you're Jewish. If you have any chance of surviving, you must try to escape. Mm. But you have to be able to communicate with the guard at the gate because mm. you will only have one chance. One chance. And they practiced. Uh, at first, Walter felt very angry. There's no way, he said, mm -hmm. I want to communicate with a Nazi guard. And the professor said, you have to understand who that person is, mm. or you may not survive. And they rehearsed, they practiced. Walter went to the, drove to mm -hmm. the gate, and the guard said, halt. Walter had his money hidden in the back of his car in a can because the guard could not know he was trying to escape. Right. And the guard searched the car for any evidence of an attempted mm -hmm. escape. He saw the can, picked it up and shook it. Mm. And the guard heard the rattling sound mm. in the can. He looked at Walter and their eyes met. But for some unknown reason, the guard said, go. And my father drove to freedom. Oh, wow. And I love, I love that you shared with me that actually earlier that that was what drove you to do what you do now is in speaking and in, in teaching about communication is because of that story with your dad. Yeah, it, it was life or death. And I, mm -hmm. I always felt that I would not be here today if my dad had not practiced right. his communication skills. Yeah. And what have you found is um, when, you're, when you're working with people and you're working with different organizations, like there, there's a lot of problems that people have because I, I think oftentimes that we feel like we want to be understood and that's why I started the show off with, 
you know, seeking to understand other people first. Obviously, in the situation with your dad, it was just he was, it was do or die, right? To be able to do that. And sometimes our conversations are do or die, or if it's because we're looking for a certain outcome to do that. What's probably the first step when you'd see people, you know, whether it's a working environment or whether it's a personal, what's the first thing that we really need to look at? I think the first thing to look at is that the way we're raised is we've all been taught Follow the golden rule. Yeah. So what is the golden rule? Yeah. Do unto others the way you want to be done mm -hmm. unto. So people are going around treating other people the way they like to be treated. Mm -hmm. But it's hit and miss. Sometimes people don't like being done unto yeah. the, way, the way they're treated. So there's a better rule than the golden rule. Mm -hmm. It's the platinum rule. Mm. Treat other people the way they want to be treated. And I teach in my workshops methods for meeting somebody and immediately understanding their personality type. Mm. And once you know who they are and who you are, you can approach them based on what it, what's important to that person. So, so let's back up a little bit because something I've learned doing a lot of radio shows and interviews and everything um, I wouldn't say that I was the best listener, <laughs> but I've had to learn to become a good listener to, in order to communicate. Let's kind of back up and start where if you don't listen, I mean, talk about that, how, what the role is that listening plays in that communication. Okay, so listening, one of the biggest problems actually, people think they're listening, yeah. but they're more focused on what they want to say. say. Mm -hmm. And also, in our Western culture, people are uncomfortable with silence. Right. So have you ever been talking, and you pause to catch your breath, and somebody jumps in and says, well, what mm -hmm. I think about that is, and they cut you off. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Yeah. Um, you, you're cut off. And plus, the listener doesn't get the benefit. So I teach people to be comfortable with silence. If somebody's talking, it's, it's okay. okay. See how uncomfortable <laughs> the audience got? Did she forget what she well, was going to say? Well, do you know say? what's really interesting is I just spent the last, and I don't know if you know this or not, mm -hmm. but I'm, well, no, you do actually, because we went to an event together, and where I, you know, I was under doctor's orders to be silent for two weeks, and for most people that know me, that's really difficult, and I learned. Through that process, I just got out of it, what, a week ago um, and being able to talk again. But being able to be in a place of it's okay not even to respond sometimes where people are saying things to me and I'm going, it's okay actually not to be understood and it's okay for me not to have a response. It, it, it taught me a few things during yes. that. So I love that, being comfortable yes. in the silence. Right, very good. And also another thing that people don't do enough is once they've listened then to ask questions mm. especially in our culture yeah. um, with all the influences from uh, asia we don't want to upset somebody so we don't ask mm. questions and i ask people so many questions yeah th that my husband thinks i should have been a detective <laughs> i come home with so much information and i'm so interested in other people but there have been uh, people at my conferences and conventions, maybe salespeople, who said, if I knew what the president wanted, I would have given it to her. Yeah. 
And I said, did you ask? Yeah. Did you say, what do you want? And then listen. What do you need? Listen. Is there anything else? Am I on track? Can we give you yeah. anything else? People don't ask other people questions. Why do you think that that, that is? I'm going to say something about that, too. But why do you think people don't ask the questions? They don't want to intrude. Mm. They, they're um, afraid that they might ask something personal. But what I find is that 98% of the time, people love answering anything yeah. I yeah. ask. They like to talk about themselves, too. And so yes. that's, that's something <laughs> and that I've And their business learned. and what mm -hmm. their needs are. Mm -hmm. And if somebody's really listening, what are your needs? Right. Because if I can't give it to you, I can find someone else who can help, yeah. help you. Yeah, I, I always like to say that it, it is literally become a detective or become an interviewer, be more interesting, or sorry, be more interested in them than being interested. I'm sorry, I messed that whole thing up. Let's try <laughs> yeah. that again. Be more interested than interesting. Does that make sense? Make mm -hmm. it more about other people. And I've found, as I've practiced that, and I haven't been perfect, that people tend to open up. Have you seen that? Yes. That it's just like they're, they're a lot more willing when they know that you're like, well, so tell me about your life and, and what you brought you to this point. And that's something I love about even your, about your story is I believe all of our passions come from where, whatever we've experienced in our life. And, I mean, you wouldn't be here today. You mentioned that earlier today, that you wouldn't be here, your family wouldn't be here. All of those things wouldn't happen if your dad didn't make the decisions in the communication that he did. And that's why I'm a, people call me a positive person. How could I not be? Absolutely. I mean, I'm here. I can run and yeah. swim in the ocean. Not only am I alive, which is such a gift, mm. but to have health. So I don't complain very often. <laughs> well, that's something I've noticed about you is that you're totally positive. And that's so the, as it pertains to communication, how important is positivity? Very important. I think one, another key in businesses, companies, marriages, and families mm. is people don't get enough appreciation. Mm -hmm. They are told when they do something wrong, mm -hmm. and they're nervous. Mm -hmm. But the bank account isn't filled, the bank account of valuing and appreciating. Mm. So in our family, I appreciate little things every day. Yeah. If somebody carries out the garbage, if my husband picks up my son, mm. and, and not just thank you, but genuinely looking at the yeah. person and telling them, if it's at work, you did a great job on this report. Mm. I really appreciate. If you need to give, have a change in behavior, right. I like the sandwich approach where, for example, if somebody's late to work every day, mm -hmm. where you meet with the person and you say, we value you so yeah. much. You're an important part of the team, Joe. Mm -hmm. You're just, everybody likes you. Mm -hmm. You have technical expertise. We value you so much, but when you come in late every day to yeah. work, it affects the morale of the team. Is there any way I can help? Mm -hmm. And then Joe might say, well, my wife's been sick. Mm -hmm. My child's late to school. If you understand, and you can work out a right. situation or the hours or help that person. But 
And then you sandwich it with another compliment or another appreciation on the back end. And when you right. when you finish, and I just want you to know how yeah. much appreciate we appreciate you. your work and what a great job you're doing. So could I give you an appreciation? Because when I uh, when I first got here to Hawaii, you were one of the first people that um, I was referred to or that I found to connect with. And so I don't think I would even be here if it wasn't for you. Right. So I really appreciate mm -hmm. you and your authenticity because you took I remember that conversation that you and I had that you took a real interest in going, wow, your story is amazing, Becky. You need to share that. And I remember thinking, wow, thank you for that acknowledgement. So I love that you bring that point up for people is like, where are you really spending the time connecting with people and taking the time to know what their interests are? and how are you doing? Like, do you ever often find when people ask that question is, how are you doing? Do you really want to know? Uh -huh. Or are you just asking because that's the polite thing to say? What would you say about that? I think it's good to ask people how they're, they are doing and then listen to them. Yeah. Pause. And, and look at them. Mm -hmm. Let them know you really care and you're not just saying, how are you? So you just brought up another great point because when I couldn't talk for two weeks, something that I learned about communication was that we don't look at each other, right? My poor husband, I poked him the whole time. I was just like, poke, 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 poke. And I realized it's because when we talk, we don't look at each other. And when I couldn't use my voice, I had to get his eye-to-eye -eye contact so that I could use my little bit of ASL or sign language that I knew from 25 years ago to communicate. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I found sometimes that it's difficult. People have a hard time looking in each other's eyes and mm -hmm. for long periods of time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yes. And the disconnect that's in the society that sometimes happens when we don't do that because we're always looking at our phones and other things and that has created a disconnect. And the other thing is to really connect with people. People identify with their names. Yeah. And too often people say, Oh, I don't have a good memory. I, I, I don't remember names. That's an excuse. Mm. The way to remember somebody's name when you meet them, hello, I'm Annabelle, what's your name? Yeah. Oh, I love that. And, and your name is? My name is Becky Sampson. And Becky, what do you do? Oh, I'm a motivational speaker. <laughs> and Becky, how long have you been in Hawaii? I'm just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> okay. So you repeat We're the good. name, and then you remember it. Yeah. And, and people love hearing their names. You don't have to hold on to their hand yeah. as long as I do. And we're, and we're going to talk more about that as when we come back from the break, about how we really authentically connect with people. Thanks for watching the show. It's about time. We'll be back in just one moment. Aloha. My name is Wendy Lowe, and I want you to join me as we take our health back. On my show, all we do is talk about things in everyday life in Hawaii or abroad. I have guests on board that will just talk about different aspects of health in every, in every way, whether it's medical health, nutritional health, diabetic health, you name it, we'll talk about it. Even financial health, we'll even have some of the Miss Hawaii's on board and all the different topics that I feel will make your health and your lifestyle a lot better. So come join me. I welcome you to take your health back. Mahalo. Aloha, I'm Winston Welch, host of Out and About. It's a show that we have every other Monday on Think Tech Live here. 
We explore a variety of topics that are really interesting. We explore organizations, events, and the people who fuel them in our city, state, country, and world. We've got some amazing guests on here, like all the shows at ThinkTech. So if you want to catch up on stuff, tune into my show every other Monday and other shows here on ThinkTech Live. It's a great place to learn about stuff, to be informed. And uh, if you have some ideas, come on my show. Let's talk about it. See you later and aloha. We're back, and I'm Becky Sampson, the host of It's About Time. I'm with Annabelle Chotzen, talking about communicating through differences. And I love that we were just before the break, we were kind of talking about how eye contact is really, really important, mm -hmm. and taking that time to really, really connect. Um, so let's kind of go in a direction, too, about the differences and the disconnect that we have when it comes to maybe corporations or business sense and what you've realized and recognized in that realm of how we've disengaged and how can we, what are some steps that we can take to improve our communication in the workforce? Uh, some steps are to um, really see what we have in common. Mm, um, common ground. Common ground. Uh, there's so much disconnect going on right now mm. as we notice in Republicans and Democrats right. and the TNT and so there's, there are people who are firmly standing in their courts mm. and, and not taking time to find out, even find out what the common ground is. What could we do? So building really on common beliefs, would you say, or maybe, maybe some common areas of interest? Right, yeah. right. Because um, when we disagree, it, it's when we are stuck on our position, um, I'm a Democrat, you're a Republican. Mm -hmm. And then we try to come together. It doesn't work. It's like work. oil and water. Yes, mm -hmm. when, when we're stuck on positions. So we have to go back to our common interests. Mm -hmm. And so I ask my audiences to open their hands and bring their fingers together. What are common interests mm -hmm. that everybody has? I like that, being open. Yeah, try that with me, Becky, mm -hmm. right now. So when you do that, yeah. um, you have safety, security, yeah. family. Whenever we're in this position and we're stuck on a position, then we are not solving the problem. Right. We need to go back to what do we have in common. When, if there's an, a disagreement with my husband, for example, mm -hmm. what we always come back to is we know we adore our son. Right. We have the same interests. Mm. So, we are on the same team. We want to be on the same team. And what we have to get to in this world is mm. that we are on the same planet. So don't you, don't you think, I think that is such an important part. I really want to emphasize that, that, that when you are, and you do talk a lot about conflict resolution, right? Yes. Because that's such a big part of communication is what do we do when we're in conflict? But I like that you talked about, look, we're, I love giving the reassurance that we're on the same team. Like, I'm not against you. I'm not. Here to hurt you. I'm not here to make your life horrible and difficult. And that seems to be something that, that kind of calms the situation down. It does. And I also teach people about how we have different personality yeah. types. For example, there are the very analytical people, and mm. I call those the cubes, the <laughs> very 
Um, they like details. Yes. They like things in writing, yes. black and white. They want you to get to the point. They want the information. Mm. And then I have the personality type, the, the triangle, um, bottom line. Yeah. They have Just to be writing. Just give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just give it to me. And, and then I call the, the rectangle the person mm. who's detail-oriented like the cube, but is stretching mm. and growing, wanting to try new things. Mm -hmm. And then the circles are the people persons. Mm. What they care most about is how other people feel. Yeah. And so what they want is to talk story and mm. make people feel good. They don't want to move forward unless every Everybody's, person feels good. Yeah. And then I have the squiggle type, and they are all over the place. That's the entrepreneur, right? <laughs> but the thing is, certain personalities yeah. get along really great, yeah. but others don't. So, mm. for example, the cube, the analytical type, does not like the squiggle. Mm. And the cube will say, how can that person live that way? Yeah. They are so disorganized. And the squiggle person will say the cube is boring. Mm. So you get all kinds in an organization who don't understand yeah. how they view the world. So one of the things I do in my workshops is help people understand one another. And what does that really do for the overall morale of the, of the organization? They can respect yeah, the like other that. people because there's no personality type that's wrong right. or right. Mm -hmm. and, and actually, when you have all of the mm -hmm. people mixed together, you can have a better end product. Some of my best clients are engineers. Mm. Uh, the, the reason I speak at engineering conventions is they're very good with technical details, yeah. but they need to improve the people yeah, side. Yeah, they need to step out of their box a little bit, right? Oh, right, and mm -hmm. so that's where I come in, mm -hmm. helping engineers. That I did the engineers from California, their convention, and from Hawaii, yeah. and the civil engineers. And I love them because it, my husband is that type, engineering, and my son, and I'm very different. Mm. And yet we have to live together. We don't have to, but we choose to. We get to. to. We get to. That's what my dad used to say. You yeah, don't have we, to do anything. We, we get to. We, we get to. And it's the same in a company. If somebody yeah. is bugging you mm -hmm. in your home, in your company, mm -hmm. um, to understand how they view the world yeah. is key. And that's another great um, thing to bring up in communication is removing ourselves and our own objectivity, our own opinions, and stepping into somebody else's shoe to see it from their perspective. I, I know that that's been difficult to me, difficult for me to do over my lifetime, but it's a practice that I try to do is go, okay, if I were them coming in this conversation with all that they've experienced in their life, how can I? have a greater level of understanding, which is really the Dale Carnegie, is to seek to understand them first. Help me understand how you think about this. Help me understand why you believe that way. Yes. I'm teaching a new course called Ethical Decision Making. Mm. And we all think we're ethical. Yeah. But the truth is we all have biases. Mm. And Instead of being ashamed that we have biases mm -hmm. when we see a, a person and we have mm -hmm. judgments, it's part of the world. Once mm -hmm. we can accept that we're unique, other people are unique, yeah. we have judgments, that doesn't mean we can't 
live work together, together and Absolutely. live together. Absolutely. Now, you just recently wrote a book, or you're going to be publishing a book. What's it called? Put Your Dreams to Work. Ah, so talk to us a little bit about what, that, what that's about. That includes, it starts out with the story of my father and his escape mm -hmm. from Germany and what I learned from that, and then brings in all kinds of communication strategies mm. that I've learned. It's very good for business. It's mm -hmm. also personal. Mm -hmm. There are stories about my life and my own survival. Mm. And so it, it, it relates as a business book as well as a personal. As a personal. Well, and that's really communication anyway, right? Mm -hmm. what, are, what are some of the things that, can you think of an experience that maybe you've had as you've been doing coaching, because I know you're a coach as well, or an organization that you've worked with it is really, it just kind of stands out and goes, oh, wow, I can't believe the transformation that's happened with them or their experience with, with you working with them. Okay, well, uh, one that I did recently, mm -hmm. it's always a compliment to be asked back. Yes. And yes. Um, uh, these were uh, insure, a huge insurance company. Mm. For their privacy, I won't mention right, the name, but it's one of the big ones. Mm -hmm. And I was hired to train their managers mm. in how to manage change mm. in challenging times, how to manage their teams. So I had all the managers from Alaska mm. and all the managers from Hawaii in this huge yeah. insurance company. And what happens to them is they're constantly from the mm -hmm. corporate office asked to change how they're doing mm -hmm. things. And then they have to make their staff change. Mm. So how do you deal with that when yeah. change is, is thrown at you and you're told you have to do it this way or that way? And, and so that was um, a full day wow. workshop that I did. And the word for change in the Hawaiian language is ho'ololi. Ho'ololi, uh, ho -o -o right? Ho'ololi. <laughs> and that was written on their shirts, embroidered. Oh, cool. And then, um, and we also had the slogan, embrace it, oh. embrace the change. Once we stop resisting, it's like, you know, when the volcano erupts mm -hmm. in Hawaii, and I use that as an image, and, and it's, it can be devastating yeah. when people go through change and a health challenge, and, and then as the lava fully flows toward the sea, that's the second step mm. where people get used to what's happened. Yeah. But then the problem is many people get stuck in the lava yeah. and they won't move and they won't change. Yeah. Which, uh, which something I have, you know, I've been spending quite a bit of time in the ocean and one of the things that just come to me in the last, I'd say three or four weeks is just this principle of acceptance. You know, accepting people where they're at, accepting circumstances as they're at where they're at and just stop resisting what you're resisting right and just surrender and the other thing is I always tell people to write down what is good about this yeah in the midst of the disaster the in yeah. the midst of the health challenge in the midst of the divorce or whatever yeah. they're going through what's good about it yeah. if you force yourself to even imagine what could possibly be good about yeah. this it shifts yeah well, well it has been an awesome time talking to you about this. And there's all these little golden nuggets that I, I hope all the, the listeners uh, write down and really start implementing, whether it's eye contact or being authentic and listening, 
Um, and also, so where can they find your book? Because it's going to be coming out here soon on Amazon? Yes. Is that right? And yeah. tell them the website real quick. What's your oh, website? My website is www.annabellechotzen.com. Okay. And that's C-H-O-T-Z-E-N. Yes. Right? And my phone number is 808-728-3355 in Honolulu. Please feel free to contact me by email or Call me up on the phone. <laughs> this is Hawaii, so and I'm accessible. Thank you so much for being willing to come on the show today because this has been very informative. So, so thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you, Becky. Okay, Thanks. we're out of time, so we're going to have to wrap it up. Um, I am Becky Sampson with It's About Time on the Think Tech Live Streaming Network series. We've been talking with Annabelle Chotzen about communicating through differences. Thanks to all of you guys for being here, and thanks to our broadcast engineer and floor manager, and of course, Jay Fidel, our executive producer, who puts it all together. So, and of course, I'll see you next Wednesday for It's About Time on Think Tech. I'm Becky Sampson. Aloha, everyone.